Hello and salam. Welcome to Muslim Viewpoint, a new podcast series powered by American Muslim Today, a groundbreaking non-profit digital newspaper who champions civic engagement. AMT informs and empowers the diverse voices of almost 30 million Muslims here in the U.S. and other Western countries. I'm Rifat Malik. I'm AMT's editor-in-chief, and today we have an interview with Golrez Khan, who is the only Muslim Republican candidate on the ballot in Texas. He is running for U.S. Congress District 32. Khan is a philanthropist with multiple businesses and has served on numerous nonprofit boards. In 2020, he was elected as a national delegate to vote for President Donald Trump in the Republican National Convention. He currently serves as precinct chairman. He spoke to our reporter, Maya Gaylor. Well, again, thank you for meeting me about this. Uh, uh, Gulrez Khan, uh, currently running for United States Congress, the U.S. House of Representatives, Texas District 32. Uh, District 32 comprises the parts of uh, Dallas, Denton, and Collin counties. So I'm a Republican primary candidate. been a part of the Republican Party for uh, almost eight years now, and uh, being an um, elected official with the Republican Party for the last four years. So currently, I serve as a precinct chairman with the uh, with the Republican Party. And uh, 2020, I got elected to uh, the Republican National Convention as a national delegate. Uh, being a delegate at state conventions and precinct conventions, uh, and county conventions for a number of years, served as a sergeant at arms the Republican convention in Houston in 2022, ran for mayor of my city and currently running for Congress. Uh, uh, I'm a healthcare uh, uh, business owner. I co-own a healthcare company in Texas called American Star Home Health and Hospice Care. My business partner, Asif Kamar, uh, he lives in Plano and uh, it's been a, a great partnership so far. Um, academically, I've got a master's degree in business administration uh, from the United States, born and raised in India, uh, living my uh, American dream. Thank you. Yeah, great. Um, so it sounds like you've done a lot. You've been really involved. Um, so why has it been so important for you, um, especially as a minority, to be involved in your government? Okay. So first of all, you know, any change, especially in this day and age in the democracy, the only way you can make a change is uh, through the political process. So I have friends and I have family members. Uh, my family is very active politically as a, as a voter. Uh, but let's say you see some injustice being done and you want to raise a voice. You can protest for a, for some time. But again, uh, if you are trying to benefit the society, of course, you are part of the, you know, a lot of people do philanthropy, which is great. But in order to make a change, you can only do it through the legislative process. Only if there's a you know, it converts into a bill in the Congress and which uh, eventually passes and becomes a law is that is when you can make a change. So I believe uh, that is very important uh, to be involved in the political process, in the legislative process for the for your voice to be heard. Right. Yeah. So can you tell me about some of the main concerns that you feel your constituents have expressed to you and that you would like to represent? Yes, obviously. Uh, first of all, you know, our democratic government, especially under President Biden, it has uh, uh, we, it has disappointed us big time. I start with the foreign policy. Uh, what's happening in uh, uh, Palestine and Israel? I support a truce and an immediate ceasefire. 
a lot of innocent killing taking place. And I want the uh, global powers to get together and sit on a negotiating table to find a, an effective and a, and a fair, long-term, peaceful solution to this conflict. So Democrats have failed us there. Secondly, what's happening in Russia and Ukraine? We've already sent $165 billion to Ukraine. That is our hard-earned taxpayer money, uh, including this district. And then the other day, Senate passed, a Democratic-led Senate passed $95 billion, which Major Chang goes to Ukraine again. It's unfair to the residents of District 32. It's unfair to Texans. It's unfair to Americans because we, this Democrat government, it uh, gave us 40-year high inflation, and we still can see the aftermaths of inflation. Everything, groceries and gasoline, everything is expensive. And this is just not my viewpoint. I mean, people, especially from this district, have approached me to make sure that this is addressed. Next, we have uh, other broken southern border. I support completing building the wall. We have had record amount of illegals coming in from our southern border. We are unprotected right now. Uh, we have uh, uh, terrorists coming in, prisoners coming in, human traffickers smuggling of fentanyl, including in this district through our southern border. And you'll be, maybe you already know this, surprised to know 47,000 Chinese came inside to, uh, from our southern border illegally. And a lot of them are military trained. So what's going on? Next is, uh, uh, I would label it as morality. Uh, especially being an immigrant in the United States, we, and I think you can relate uh, because your parents are from you know, Mexico, we, we come here, of course, to succeed and live the American dreams, but also to restore our family fabric and structure. So schools nowadays, especially in uh, District 32, you know, little kids are being exposed to drag shows and, uh, you know, there's this uh, rampant push towards gender mutilation. We don't send our kids to schools for that purpose. We, we, we want them to learn, be successful. I want schools to focus more on you know, English and grammar and science and mathematics. Not all these uh, um, sexualization activities. That's immoral. And you'll be surprised. A lot of immigrant populations have, uh, immigrant Americans have reached out to me and they said, Kulrez, this needs to be fixed. And other concerns, of course, inflation, our debt, which is $34 trillion. Each American owes a million dollars towards this debt. Again, that's unfair to us. District 32, uh, Dallas County and Collin counties, they have the highest property tax rate in the state. In fact, the city of Dallas has three over $3 billion in debt. Who, who you know, the citizens of District 32 uh, are the ones responsible for paying this debt off, which will be paid off by 2043. Uh, last but not the least, of course, I'm for term limits for our legislators. Um, somebody, I want to be the congressman who supports our farmers, who supports our law enforcement, who supports our teachers and teaching assistants, uh, who supports our military. And of course, uh, I was surprised to see I've been, you know, traveling all around the district and the, so much homelessness, It's which I did not see here a few years ago. So I want to work with the nonprofits 
and uh, make sure this has this is tackled as well. Right, yeah, um, and you've kind of already touched on a couple of the things that I wanted to further address. Um, so as far as immigration goes, um, as you know, this is a presidential election year. It's going to be probably Trump versus Biden again. Um, and Trump is kind of known for his um, hard policies on immigration, specifically the Muslim ban comes to mind when we're talking to our audience. Um, so can you please just kind of give me your thoughts on, on that? Sure. See, that was, uh, as a president of America, which is no longer there, that ban, uh, that was under the given circumstances. Okay. So there's a Republican charter, which uh, all Republicans in the state convention, all the delegates uh, are exposed to, uh, which, again, I went to Houston uh, in uh, 2022, and uh, all Republicans have a copy of it, and it's going to take place going forward. Nowhere did I see anything like this being, being talked about. So I do not think if President Trump comes back, there'll be any kind of Muslim ban. In fact, he uh, Jared Kushner himself, they have business ties with top Muslim countries. You know, those were temporary measures taken uh, at that time. At the same time, you know, Trump has known to be the only president who has not initiated any war. Um, he's not bombed any Muslim countries. Biden has, uh, Obama has, and other presidents have as well. Uh, so I don't think there'll be, I don't anticipate any kind of Muslim ban uh, taking place when Trump is elected. Yeah, so, um, and then going back to- uh, and, and If I may add one more thing. Yeah, yeah. The prime example is me. I'm the only Muslim Republican candidate on this ballot for uh, District 32. So I've been having great, I've had a great acceptance in the Republican party. I've been Republican party for eight years, elected for four years. And, you know, they, they respect me. They, uh, um, they, they value my uh, addition to the Republican Party. So I'm a Muslim too, well accepted in the Republican Party. Right. Yeah. So kind of going back to uh, more international uh, global issues, you already touched how you are maybe kind of disappointed with the Biden, the Biden administration, as many people are when it comes to um, the conflict in Gaza. So if you could kind of just kind of give your point of view on the situation um, as someone running for a congressional seat, even though this issue can be a local issue. Absolutely. You know, I have, uh, uh, I've had forums, I've had my own events uh, where I've had met uh, uh, people from, uh, who originate from both countries. Israeli Americans and Palestinian Americans, and uh, and you know, as an American, as a humanitarian, the innocent loss of lives is uh, 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 needs to be stopped. Okay, like I said earlier, we need to have a truce, a ceasefire immediately, so that the killing stops, and uh, thousands have died. Um, kids and women uh, it's it's a very sorry state of affairs uh, I want the uh, leaderships of those countries and the global leaders to sit together you know, on, a, on a negotiating table because even World War one two they were 
how did they end? They ended on a negotiation table. So I want them to get together and work towards a, a peaceful, uh, long-term solution uh, to this conflict. That's that's that would be the uh, most optimal solution to this. All right. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, you want your constituents to vote, but is there any other ways that you would recommend for people to get involved and try to make change in the ways that you would like to see? Absolutely. See, we are all connected with politics. Okay. So we should not say that, okay, Gurez, don't talk to me about politics because uh, I like to stay away from it. No, your life is affected. Nobody has, um, you know, um, I'm not a billionaire who has all the money to run for, for an office. I feel it's my moral, conscientious, patriotic, and humanitarian uh, responsibility to run for an office. You know, nobody likes to be insulted on platforms and ridiculed and made fun of if they don't agree with their policy. And it does not look, uh, nobody likes to continue to ask for money for fundraising. But my country right now is in crisis. We are in crisis on the southern border. Financially, we are in crisis. So everybody should, at the grassroots levels, local, city, state, national, should be participating. They should be involving with their local political parties, uh, local civic organizations, local groups, uh, their citizens, vote for sure, and be an integral part of uh, the fabric of our society here. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time today, Mr. Khan. I don't have any further questions for you unless you just wanted to add anything about your campaign or voting or anything like that. Right. Well, the registration for early voting is over. Uh, it was February the 5th, but the general elections, um, uh, it, it's still on until a month before the general elections in November. Uh, I would, uh, you know, I'm, I'm running for uh, um, the right causes, the American causes, the humane causes. I feel uh, God's push uh, towards uh, running for this office. Uh, my primary elections take place, start on February 20th and go all the way to March 1st, 2024. Um, primary election day is March 5th. Again, it's the first time a, a Muslim uh, man is running from the Republican uh, side in this primary for District 32. Um, I know there's a lot of Muslim and non-Muslim community in this uh, area. Um, in being a Muslim in this uh, race uh, and, and supporting all the, fighting for all the causes which they stand for. Uh, if I don't get the majority Muslim vote, I'll be very disappointed. Uh, and then secondly, uh, for my uh, uh, campaign, they can uh, visit my website. It's uh, gconforcongress.com. And if they want to email me, it's gcon at gcon uh, for congress.com. So I would uh, appreciate uh, uh, everybody's uh, vote, uh, support, uh, and prayers. And if they want to reach out to me anytime, I'm, I'm available. 
Well, early voting for the primary elections is February the 20th to March the 1st, and the elections will be held on March the 5th. Visit votetexas.gov to find your voting location. Thank you for joining us this week from me and Maya. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at American Muslim Today. And if you'd like to read more about this story and access more digital content, feel free to check out our website, americanmuslimtoday.com, and we'll see you next week on The Muslim Viewpoint.